Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, we had primaries last night, and, you know, it's just, it's really difficult when, so, you know, so few people go out and vote. And we want to talk a little bit about Hartford. And in terms of the overall results, uh, you know, Justin Elliker got more than 70% of the vote in New Haven. I believe Joseph Gannon won in Bridgeport, but it was razor thin, and, and John Gomes is unhappy. I think the difference was with the absentee ballots, and I guess there's there are allegations. I mean, again, he's 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 not happy. I don't know if there's a recount or what have you. But in Hartford, Arunan Ralamplam uh, got close to 40% of the vote uh, to about 30 for Eric Coleman and just under 30 for John Fanfara, the state senator, and Coleman, uh, the longtime legislator and now judge and then judge and it's a it's a pretty impressive story for Arunan Ramplam for somebody who didn't has never run for office and now he's in position to be the next mayor of Hartford Mark Pasniokas from ctmirror.org joining us here and Brian and company wrote about it uh good morning sir how are you I am fine I'm fine I'd, I'd rather talk about John Cusick I like his movies too yeah, I don't. I mean, I just uh, to me, high fidelity, and it's nothing like the book, but it's like the, it's like the perfect movie. I just, I mean, I, I, I and Gross Point Blank is that another one of your favorites too? Absolutely, that's yeah. the one I really love. Yeah, I totally. <laughs> anyway, right, let, let's talk yeah. about stuff that's it's less, less fun. No, it's not. It's it's fascinating. I mean, this is a, it's an American success story when you really think about it. When it comes to his political career, yeah. Yeah, it's um, anyway, overall, it was, you know, it it was a night that should have gone a lot smoother as far as numbers. For whatever reason, Hartford still is just god awful at posting official numbers. Why um, is why is that? Is it they don't have the right I, number of volunteers or staff or what? I, I don't know. It's just different every year. There were 11 places that had either mayoral or first selectman primaries, and 10 of the 11 managed to get their numbers reported to the Secretary of State's office uh, with the statewide reporting system. And, you know, I checked before we I went on the air with you, and it's still zero, zero, zero with the Hartford numbers. So we do know that Arunin won, Arunin uh, Arielumpalum, uh, one and it's and you're right. You know the turnout was just awful. Uh, it wasn't bad in just Hartford, but it it certainly I think it takes a little bit of uh, the shine off of what otherwise was a, a great night. Um, you know for the I'm, Democratic so nominee me, in Hartford. So Arlampalam, how does he get? I mean, I don't know him that well. We've had him on the show a couple times. How does he get Lamont and Bronin so firmly in his camp? Well, he had worked for the Lamont administration. Um, he had um, uh, he had five years ago. He had pursued a Democratic nomination to state treasurer, 
He qualified for primary at the convention, and ultimately he didn't for reasons of party unity. And, you know, he, he, he certainly got some brownie points there. But, you know, he's, he's a lawyer who was hired by the Lamont administration as deputy commissioner of consumer protection, which doesn't sound very sexy, but he was kind of taking lead on negotiating uh, the legalization of recreational marijuana and then the early uh, the early months of trying to get it up and running. And then he took a, a job with a nonprofit called the Hartford Land Bank, which, you know, grabs up uh, vacant lots, empty buildings, abandoned buildings, and tries to get them back on tax rolls and, and you know, provide housing. Um, and Bronin, you know, Bronin looked at, in the case of Luke Bronin, uh, the current mayor, he looked at the rest of the field. And to him, it was obvious. But, you know, part of it was generational, you know. Um, Bronin's 37, um, which is basically the same age that Bronin was when he was elected. Uh, John von Ferrer, 67. Eric Coleman, 72. So you had that. Um, Arunan and his wife have five kids. It's kind of a Hallmark movie story, right? They, they, they biological twins who are eight, and then they adopted three kids, two year, you know, who are now two, nine, and ten. Um, the old, the four older kids are in the Hartford Public Schools, um, which is kind of a good commitment. People like to see that they um, they bought and rehabbed. Uh, Rundown house in Frog Hollow. Um, so they're committed. You know, they're yeah. committed to the city. Um, and, you know, it's an interesting story because it's, Hartford uh, identity politics, as is the case with any racially diverse city, uh, means something. But he didn't check any of the boxes. You know, he's, he's, not, he's not black. He's, he's not Puerto Rican. Um, he's not white. He's, uh, you know, he's of Sri Lankan descent. He was born in Zimbabwe to uh, his parents who had fled uh, unrest in Sri Lanka. They were an ethnic minority there. So it, it's quite the story. Um, now, we only and, have, a, I don't mean to interrupt, I, we only have like two or three minutes here, Mark, and I apologize. Uh, Mark Pasniakos from CT Mirror joining us to talk about Hartford. Just quickly, but you, you know, the, he got the nod from the Hartford Dems. He wins the primary and obviously, there's still a Republican running for the office, and he has a general election. But Coleman's still on the the, the general election ballot. Is that right? He is. He he has a spot. He has a, a spot on there, and there'll be others. Um, I could not reach him last night to see if he's planning on going forward. There was a debate a week before the primary. Um, Fonfara made clear that he would support the winner of the primary, whomever that was. Uh, Coleman heads. So we don't know. It's it would be hard uh, for Coleman to to make a, a run that way um, because in a three way, you know, you never know. I mean, right? Um, could he? Coleman had represented the North End of Hartford as well as uh, Bloomfield and Windsor in the state senate before he resigned and became a judge. Um, and it it's it's not like with the. Um, you know, with Fonfara out, that he would have a stronger shot in November. I huh. mean, you know. So, so we don't, I, I we don't, don't know, know. We don't know if he's going to run or not. How does he even get on the ballot after losing the primary anyway? Is it just well, signatures? He he had, he had petitioned. There's also, um, uh, although he didn't have a minor party line, I, I believe he had 
petition is kind of a, an insurance policy. And, you know, it's possible to do that, um, but it's, it usually doesn't work out, you know. Um, you know, Mike Peters actually had was elected mayor of Hartford through that route. He won in November. He, um, as I recall, he did not unseat uh, Gary Saxon Perry in, in the primary. Um, God, I hope I'm right. You know, it's a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was the case. And then he did become, you know, in, in subsequent. So races, it's not impossible, but we don't. He may not even continue. We just don't know yet. No. Okay. No. All right, we got to run, Paz. Uh, as always, we appreciate right. the time, and uh, we'll uh, maybe I'll queue up Cross Point Blank this weekend. Um, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, right. Brian. Mark Pazniokas from ctmirror.org.